You know, this is so defeating. Who's that think you're nasty about? That's it. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, well, you know, normally we start, you know, with a video and I had one that I've been saving because this came in my mind today and I just want to play it for y'all. Same Brandy. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was so shady. With that being shady. said, the <laughs> welcome, song welcome. is mine. <laughs> welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to figure out what you're talking to or about, regardless of who may hear it, see it, feel it. Don't be dumb, ho. No mm. shit. <laughs> well, I'm Aloysius. But you know what? We're going to be real formal today. Real formal. Because we got a guest in the building. So I am Dennis. <laughs> My name is Medulla, a.k.a. Medulla. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for the alias. And we have a very special young lady in the building with us. She has a bob, a black-owned business. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, do I? Introduce yourself, ma'am. I am Alicia, a.k.a. Brown Girl Hustle, owner of Hello Tea. Welcome to No Shit Sherlock. We're so glad that you can join us on this week. Yes, taking time out of your busy schedule. (laughs) Yes, schedule. Because you be on the highways and byways. Yes, she does. I see you. So we're gonna get this thing started like we always do. How was everyone's weekend? It was really, really good. I pretended like I was at Essence. I was looking at all the live videos, (laughs) and you know, so I felt like I was there. You know, thank God for social media, right? Okay. I mean, Lance um, is there this week. This past weekend, I'm jealous um, because this time last year, we said we were going to go because Girls Trip had came out. Right. And we was like, oh, we're going to be there. But, you know, it kind of happens. Oh, but it's okay because we'll be in the Windy City in about 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Speaking of that, I have not packed <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> that that we... life, that, like, that travel life, wow. How was your weekend, Alicia? Um. It was really relaxed and full of kids, unfortunately. Different than last year, because last year I was in New Orleans, so I was watching Insta stories, too, yeah. in my feelings. Just. Yeah. Aww. It's all right, you know, because right. when we're entrepreneurs, we just Kiki, don't have do that time. So we're going to speak into existence that next year you'll be there being a vendor. Yes. And you'll be on somebody's stage talking about Hello T, right? Yes, yes. Right. Speaking into existence. Yes. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's time for foreplay. We like to get it a little wet before we just dive in there. Okay. Yes. So I want everybody to pull out their phones, and I want you to go to Google. Okay. And when you put in the search, don't type anything. Just put it in. You have recent searches. What are the first three searches, and why did you search that? Come on. Guests first. Ladies first. (laughs) Alicia. <laughs> where, where I go? Oh, <laughs> and that's fine. Just next step. <laughs> um. Okay, you don't have um. I don't think I've updated. You don't have a Google just the um. The app? The, yeah. No, I be on the website. I'm old school. Hold yeah, on. me me too. Me too. Hey, don't feel bad. I'm, me too. I be on the I website. He said recent searches. Then he saw all the last. That we, well, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that later. later. 
Well, since y'all, do you have any recent searches? Yes, I do. <laughs> I go, you know, I Google everything now. Um, I had BCU Financial Aid Office because I was trying to uh, get some straightening, straightening, mm-hmm. <laughs> some straightening so uh, with um, with uh, the HBCU down in Daytona. I mean that I'm really starting not to really like. Uh, I also was trying to find a combination for on Sunday because you know when you go to church, you got to be a little holy. So I tried to find like, a combination, get some ideas for my outfit. So I put males in olive green and denim <laughs> because that's what I was wearing. So I was kind of unsure of what I wanted to wear. And I'm the person, you know, who likes style and stuff. But that day, I just kind of needed some help. So I had to, um, the medulla count was not in place. So I had to, you know, search Google. And also, I have Baptist on done because I had to read, uh, do my doctor's appointment because I had a doctor's appointment tomorrow at two o'clock. And I'm supposed to be on a plane at three. <laughs> so I had to kind of change that. <laughs> All right. Well, um, my first one is SpongeBob Broadway because my sister called me. She know I love SpongeBob, and SpongeBob has a Broadway show in New York. Oh, okay. And I think okay. I might have to go because it ends in September. Um, my second thing is um, Regine and Lucci. Um, I have a friend <laughs> who is she just loves Lucci and she hates when people talk about him and Regine being together. So I googled a picture of them And I posted on her social media page every day Petty And then just off of our intro I googled the boy is mine Because I want to know what year (laughs) it came out And it actually came out 20 years ago 1998 I really want to talk about what you googled But we are going to get there (laughs) Suzanne is just just giving me the left eye over here and, and, And I'm sorry well, since you're a guest, I'm going to give you an extra for a play since you didn't participate. Okay. What is one area of your life? It could be an age, a time frame that you would like, if you could redo it, what, what area of your life would you redo? College, I think. I think I would have chosen HBCU. Like, I, w- I envy that experience. Like, I think I would have changed that. I would have wanted to be around a lot more black people. But you played. Why? Didn't you? I did. I did. Um, and I love my chapter. I just would have wanted to take part of that HBCU experience. I, I feel like I, I went probably to HBCU, would, so <laughs> I probably wouldn't be where I am today. But um, I would have enjoyed that that party aspect of, of it because I didn't get as much of that as I would have liked. I guess so. I would have changed that. I could have saw myself at Howard or Fam or something like that. Well, Fam, you was. The only place that I was going, and my mom was like, nope, <laughs> nope. But, I mean, I, I appreciate the the HBCU experience. Um, it's fun. It's good times. A whole lot of blackness. Um, but we won't discredit the degrees you have, though. <laughs> no, I won't discredit them. I just think um, I would have immersed myself more in our culture because I didn't get that experience. You know, I traveled to HBCUs for some of their homecomings and and that didn't happen to honestly after I graduated from college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would have changed that. Oh mm. well, it's, we, so, it's so funny that you say that because it's kind of like certain people would have did the actual opposite. <laughs> you know, I know I would have did the actual opposite. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, just to be well diverse because I think you know we went to African American schools, middle school. Well, my middle school was African American, but my high school was dominant African American, and you learn a lot in high school because that's your growing phase mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know i would have definitely wanted to get away from that to go to something different outside of hbcu and i guess because i had both experiences i started at hbcu and then i went to a pwi so i mean i wouldn't 
a PWI, a predominantly white institution. We <laughs> 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 gotta educate Suzanne over here. All right. <laughs> um, I I wouldn't change the experience. It, it's great. I feel like if you can and you are a black individual, I say go just for the experience. <laughs> um, but. If you don't, I mean, your experience can be still be the same, you know, still be well-rounded. Just like kids in, in neighborhood schools, they may go to a white school, but if they live in a black neighborhood, they can still participate in other activities. So I, if you do that, still, you know, kind of stay culture and like, you know, pledging at a white institution, but you're pledging a black fraternity, a sorority. Mm-hmm. I think that helps as well because when I went to the white school, then, you know, they're... AASUs are really mm-hmm. like strong in numbers because they're the only blacks. Because they're the only blacks. Right. Yes. Because at HBCU, like the black student unions and things like that are probably like very like limited or non existent because it's not necessary because there are so many black people. I'm sure there's like black student government right. and things like that. But um, I don't know. I, I guess when I saw it, I saw it from an adult's perspective, like coming back for like homecomings mm-hmm. and just seeing mm-hmm. that the, the kind of relationship and the history and the lineage of people traveling back for that and right. partaking in that experience. It kind of made me like wish for it. Yeah, because you won't get that at a um, TWI. Yeah, you know? it's just it's <laughs> different. So many people, they, they travel different places. Just like, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, Douglas Anderson School of the Arts. You know, they really haven't had any type of class reunions because people are overseas. Mm-hmm. People are across the, you know, so it's hard to kind of get everybody back. Of course, with the dominant African-American school, you know, everybody's coming back, you know. Yeah. You know, they go to school and they come back home. Yeah. So yeah. it's easy to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one thing for what's popping. Um, and Nelson Mandela would have turned 100 years old. So, you know, every year they have the Global Citizens concert. Okay. And guess who's headlining? The king and queen themselves. JMB? Yes. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. I didn't yes. even know that. It just came out today that Jay Z and Beyonce will be headlining Global Citizens, which would be held in Johannesburg, where Mandela became a global activist who believed in the power of people working together. And, and I stand corrected because I was just looking at something with Lauren Hill. She's doing Live Nation. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And see, I was, I was, I was just, I was like, what else? What you talking about? But no, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. Thank you, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> King. I mean, the king and the queen, they just yes. steady raining. Um, you know, there it's rumored that she may be pregnant again, but I'm going to need knows. a whole solo album. Thank you. Me too. Somebody. Me too. Oh, I agree. Baby. I mean, honestly, as much as I appreciate the joint project. I do. And I get it because y'all on tour together. I'm still going to need that solo album. Yes. Thank you. Like, I want to hear you sing. You're the last person that's standing that still can sing and perform. You're the last one. Well, it's a few of them out there. On her They're just level. not on, on her, her level. level. On her right. Level. That's yeah. what I'm saying. She's the last one. Because, I mean, Chris I Brown watched, lost it. I, I did watch... <laughs> I did watch Fantasia last night as well because she was right before Janet, if I'm not mistaken. Because whoever live I was watching on Instagram, they went live for like an hour and a half. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they was they was live for like an hour and a half. Um, Fantasia just really, and I think she she's there. I don't think I don't know. I think it's just different. She's in the lane her own, of her own, but she's still in that R and B rock soul. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce's just Black she's famous. Just, yeah, she's yeah that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Shout out to Janet. I'm just so happy. I mean, Janet is really doing she, it. She looked really good on that stage. She was moving. She wasn't stiff. Stiff well. 
<laughs> Stiff well. Shake nothing but shake, bitch. Nothing shake, but shake. shake. Nothing but shake. That ponytail was moving. Before me today. She paid homage to her dad that had just passed two weeks prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, she gave him some honorees. And Janet has, she has a catalog. Like, she had the hits. Yeah, she I think I saw a little clip she did. I get so lonely, right? Yeah, yes. I saw that a little bit of that. I was I, like, you should have went back and just snatched the shirt off, girl. Showed him that bra. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about it, I think she was, she definitely was black ball. I, I can't agree with that. She was yeah, black for the ball whole titty thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the titty thing. Yeah, yeah. just titty. But, right. but now you know they're really giving her her accolades that she has deserved for so long. Because yeah. I think it had not been for that, she probably would have been still thriving in her career. But mm-hmm. you know, she just. You know, the case with Michael, with the whole scandal with him and, you know, him dying. And you know, it's it's a whole kind of colorism thing. Black, yeah. white. It should have been white. She probably wouldn't have gotten that much black. You know, you see Justin, even though it wasn't his breasts. But, you know, he still went on, thrived and everything. Then you right. have this black woman, album flop, tour got canceled. So it took her some years to kind of get back there. I mean, of course, she's Janet and she had a name for herself. Right. But... They kind of did, you know, but I love us for real. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, this is the part of the show where we would normally do love versus logic. But shout out to OTP. Yes, OTP is. And Lance 2.0. We miss you guys. You know, they out there um, on a missions trip. Yep. Sowing their seeds. Living their best lives. That's it. Yes. They want to know if Kiki loves them. But um, since we have such a special guest, we are going to pick her brain, pull all those, all those jewels out of her. I promise it's not going to hurt. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're going to strap up. So, <laughs> the name of your business is Hello T. Yes. So how did how did that come about? Um. Well. It's really not as exciting as I wish it was. It kind of started, um, my husband was gone to Africa for a year, and he left me with our daughter, and I was going crazy. <laughs> I needed to do something. And I always um, was pro-black, I guess. Um, and I just kind of invested in a, a cutting machine. And at first, I was like, I'm going to make my daughter all kind of cute shirts. I'm going to put them on Etsy. I'm going I'm to get the coin from the white man Yeah, on Etsy. Right. Come on, Etsy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but as I, as I started making um, different merchandise, it was a bunch of like Fourth of July, like cute little onesies and stuff like that for her to wear. Um, it it just dawned on me. I got all this stuff I want to say. I should just put it on a shirt. And it, it kind of grew from there. It was a bunch of stuff that I had been keeping inside initially. And, and I just put it on shirts and kind of sold to friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like maybe... Two months into it, somebody on Essence picked it up and wrote an article about it. And that's when I started to get a lot of attention and followers of people that I didn't know and orders from over the country. It was weird. I think I turned my phone on. Like, I, w- I think I was landing in Vegas. This, uh, and I started getting all these emails and text messages. And some somebody had wrote an article, and Hello T was in it. And I'm like... Wow, I didn't wow. really know what to do because I was just <laughs> I was making shirts and I was selling it to, you know, people who knew me in passing, like, oh, you know, trying to support somebody they see out here starting a business. But 
you know, once the, the article Essence went up, that's when, you know, it kind of grew. And I thought I was out here. I was like, yeah, I got, I got like 3,000 followers. This is, this is cool. crazy. You got a hell of a whole lot more than that now. <laughs> it was wow. great. I was like, okay. You know, I'm like get, admiring all the different states that orders are coming from. And it kind of charged me up. It made me um, re- like try to focus on what's relevant, what's currently being talked about, mm-hmm. whether it's like pop culture related, you know, because I'm a Beyonce stand, so... Of course, I got to throw a couple you. of things we out there for me. Um, um, whether it's about having natural hair, um, just about black pride. Um, and then sometimes just, you know, having stuff to say on and letting your T-shirt speak for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of grew and evolved. And it it kind of just blew up before I really could catch on to what was happening. Um, then I got invited to start, like, doing some natural hair events and, like, kind of touring, if that's what you want to say. Um and then the, wow. the support and the following kind of grew from there. Um, and then I looked up and I saw Issa Rae wearing one of my shirts and I lost it. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> like, wow. oh, she's like one of my faves. Like mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. It was a, I, I made a black Daria. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, Daria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, I mean, she could have been black. <laughs> so <laughs> I just threw an afro on her and browned her up. So. <laughs> but, yeah, and. And it just kind of grew from there. I wow. guess that, um, well, you kind of answered the next question. So I know you said that, um, you know, your fam- your husband was overseas in, in Africa yeah. for almost a year. And we, you know, we, of course, we are friends outside of the podcast and outside of Hello T. So we kind of knew that transition for you. Yeah. And um, so how did you, you know, as the business began to take off and grow, how did you balance family? And the business. Well, to be honest with you, when it initially blew up, I didn't really have to worry about balancing a relationship because he was he was gone. Right. Um, but uh, with my daughter, it, it really just and it's still it takes the, a village because my mom is amazing. Like that's I know you guys mentioned it earlier about how I'm always gone. But if it wasn't for her and my mother in law, like it wouldn't be possible because right. he's gone again. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> so um, it really took family now I will say when he came home he and I at the time um I still had my full-time job and it was like going to work then I was coming home and it was like orders 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 like all night and he's like what about me and I'm like well I gotta get this done this is money you know he's like well that's good but you gotta figure out how to balance it Mm. um so it, it really just took a lot of like like setting boundaries and time limits on things. Like I knew that I had a relationship that needed to continue to grow and I had to be a mom. Um, and I still had professional goals. Like at the time I wasn't ready to give up that, that healthcare career yet. Um, because I guess, you know, nobody sits down when their kids says, when I grow up, I want to make t-shirts. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. You, like, you plan for a long career. That's, what, like, that's what crazy. we talk, right? Yeah. Like I'm like, I went and got my master's and I'm like, I'm ready. And I actually, at the time I felt like I found what was my dream job. So I wasn't really ready to part from that. Um, but I always kind of had a passion for like creative stuff. Like I'm like artsy, craftsy kind of. Mm-hmm. So, um, it really was just about just creating boundaries and balance, like saying, okay, on the weekends, you know, this is our time. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to focus on that. Um, and on, in the weeknights, I'm going to take a few hours a day to get this done. And then at the end of the night, I'm trying to meet you in, in, in the room before you go to sleep tonight. As far as like my husband goes. Oh, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Put right, your man. mind. Put your mind. 
How many kids y'all got? Okay, like, oh my god. <laughs> um, this is not on the record. So, do you have an assistant yet? Okay, so I um, had like a summer intern. Okay, um, that's what's up. And how yeah. did that work out? Um, it's go- it's good. Um, she's a like a, a daughter of one of my friends. She's okay. in college, so she's home for the summer, and she mm-hmm. helps out, especially like when I have big shows, because it means I have a lot of merch coming in that needs to be like bagged, inventory, categorized, and things like that. Um, she's been a total help. I don't have like an actual. I should have an assistant. But since we're transitioning now to another state, I think that search is going to have to wait till I get relocated. But um, Hello T is my largest baby, not the only baby in, in terms of businesses. So with we're gonna that, get there. oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so <clears throat> you just said something that sparked a different question. So you say you go on tours, so you go to like conferences and things like that. So on a tour day or preparation, what what does that look like from beginning to end? Um, so before a show, it's really um, me gauging, figuring out the audience so I can figure out like what merchandise um, would draw this particular crowd's attention. And sometimes I try to create like exclusive items that are I only sell at that city or only sell on the road that never even make it to social media, never make mm-hmm. it to the website. Of course, then coming up with price points, like what are my show specials are going to be? Because a lot of times when people come to expos and conferences, they want to deal. Right. And it's like, so fig- tell me why I should get it here as opposed to getting it online. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, then mapping out, like, how much. And that's, like, something that I've I've struggled with, like, how much inventory to bring to a show. I've went to a show, and I've sold out. I didn't bring enough, and I'm mad. I've went to a show where I brought too much, and I was mad because <laughs> I shipped cargo up there. And it's like, I could have left this at home. So um, it's just trying to figure out, and it's really about gauging the audience and figuring out what events work for me and and my brand and what don't. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. I I find, like, the natural hair community is very supportive. So natural hair events and expos and things like that, very well. Sometimes when I do maybe, like, a black women's expo or Mm -hmm. where the demographics are a little bit older, they age out of understanding some of the things that the shirts that I make speak to. It may it may not be as well as it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's picking and choosing. Mm, okay, that's what's up. So we asked about the balance. We asked about the business. I want to say um, briefly. I know so much, so many things that you can say, but try to break it down just a couple of sentences too, maybe like a little short paragraph. What advice would you give to up and coming black um, business owners or entrepreneurs or what have you? What what's some advice that you would give? Although you already have told us that it kind of started for you, it's just like something fun and cute. But it you know fast, very fast, you had to catch on to the business side of it and understand how business work. You know the power of social media and all of that. So what would you some advice that you would give? And of course, even with us, we you know, we have a podcast and we're up and coming and we're trying to thrive and, and stuff like. That. What what is some advice that you would give somebody in that lane? Um, definitely um, staying true to yourself and what you're creating your brand to be. That's really important. Um, t-shirts are saturated. It's a lot of t-shirt. There's a lot of t-shirt mm-hmm. companies. Right. Um, so, you know, trying your hardest to try to create original content, um, creating something that's going to help you stand out and maintaining it. Right. Um, I would definitely say not to give up because there's so many times where you, where you, where you want to be done because it's like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to do it. It's not working the way I wanted it to work or you expect something to maybe a product to go a certain way and it doesn't. But just continuing to pick yourself up and move forward. 
but definitely staying true to your content and, and keeping it as original as possible. Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, the t-shirt world is saturated, so is podcast. Like, I swear, it's like, ever since we started, and we've only been almost a year in, it seems like every other week, I see, oh, a new show, listen to my show. And now that people know that I podcast, they'll send me stuff, say, listen to this, check this out, tell me what you think. And I, I, I really, I honestly don't mind, because... I did I, when we first started. You know, we didn't officially put it out there. We just let a few people listen to it and say, "Tell us what you think." So I don't really mind, um, but they're staying true to who you are. Like I think when we first got started, we kind of battled with that because it's four of us. So right. you know, everybody has a different personality. Everybody has different thoughts, um, and I think at first we kind of tried to scale back to say. We only want it to be perceived a certain way. But I think as we got into it, it was just like, okay, this is just really how we are. So it's like, fuck you and the rest of that stuff. (laughs) I mean, yes, I'm the one with the potty mouth. Um, Because I just really, I mean, I think, I definitely think it's a lane for us. Because everybody talks about pop culture. Everybody talks about music. But I think we put a different spin on it. And because we are four guys that talks about everything, regardless of what it is, um, I think that that's going to help us. Um. I hear this a lot, and I'm going to ask you, especially because you have 30,000 followers on Instagram. (laughs) Um, Did social media play a part in the business? And what are some pointers with social media? So some social media and your business, like. Absolutely. Social media, honestly, is I feel like what pivoted it. Like it allowed people to have access, you know, to things immediately um, in real time. What I'm posting, it allowed me to create content or products immediately. Like, I mean, when Beyonce did that Coachella performance, I was on my laptop <laughs> like, this going to be hot. <laughs> you know, ready. like, and just staying ready and on top of it. And and Instagram, I, I haven't really mastered Facebook as far as using it for social. It's, it's just it's, it's a, it's little a lot for too. me. Yeah. And and it's, that's part of me, like, maybe I need to find somebody to, to help with the social media because I'm a one-woman show, really, at this point. I don't right. have anybody managing social right. media or running the website or any of that. That's me. So um, I think that I could see things maybe be elevated, you know, if I use the tools of social media a lot more than I do. But I think it's very valuable um, for marketing purposes, again, for reaching um, people beyond, um, you know, who are in your immediate space. Definitely. So what's next? Hello T or your brand or see yourself in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, of course, I'm going to continue creating new lines and um, collections within Hello T. I launched my second baby, Urban Cubicle, in December, which is kind of like urban stationary planners, um, kind of embracing that whole like bad boss bitch mentality Mm -hmm. (laughs) the inners the things i really wanted to say but didn't really fall in a category of hello t's products just trying to find a space for all that stuff that pops up in my head um i I can honestly say i've neglected her i haven't um (laughs) giving her as much attention that's because hello t is it takes up so much time um, and uh, my my latest baby, which the website hasn't been released, is I designed a collection of uh, pajamas for kids that feature African-American characters and um, like just 
different sayings and phrases because um, I have a three-year-old and a set of eight-month-old twin boys. And I never see sleepwear that features like us. Right. Right. And um, it's always Sesame Street and yeah, Elmo or Doc McSuffins. Dora Explorer. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> but we're, you know, we're princesses. We're, you know, we're, we're princes and we're superheroes, superheroes and astronauts as yeah. well. And you should be able to go in Target and find those things. It put should be simple. Put Michelle Obama on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Well, that's that's definitely good. I'm so glad that you are, number one, you're one of us. You know, you are one of us. And it's, it's just so refreshing. I have to admit that I have not ordered a T-shirt yet, but I have to go. Well, get she one. didn't like BBWs at first. You know, I, I couldn't get no three X. Oh, so it's only small. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's alright because I'm spread, baby. You saw I'm getting thick, so I need the XL now. I'm not. I'm out of my But largest. she supports me now. She supports me now. <laughs> I was like, girl, I, my size ain't on here. <laughs> well. Thank you so much, Leisha. I appreciate it, girl. I got to go and check on Lance 2.0 and OTP. But I'll be right back, all right? Okay. I can't deal with this. Well, that was was the professional part. (laughs) Now it's time to get a little gangster. So, well, welcome. Look what the Lord dropped in. Boom. What do we have? Back with the jump ball, bitch. (laughs) Well, it looks like Medulla found you. You know, earlier we 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 used our real names because we were trying to be professional with her, <laughs> and now we got a little, you know, a little raw and uncut. <laughs> but yeah, we was a little, oh. we was a little real earlier. I was born Old Testament petty. I'm gonna die Old Testament petty because you petty as fuck. <laughs> well, you know. <sighs> well, welcome, Petty. So glad that you can join us. Yeah, I told him, you know, I told him you were out there um, sowing your seeds. Mm-hmm. Jealous, mm-hmm. he was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I was planting. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to watch my blessings grow. Oh, okay. Well, first on the list, Remy Ma's pregnant. Yeah. She's expecting. Like love. Yeah, that's good. good. And I, we can tell this time she kind of waited till the trimester was over. Yeah. yeah. They wanted to be sure. Because yeah. we ain't need Nikki talking about it in a freestyle again. Okay. And I don't want to see it on Love and Hip Hop New York again. Well, oh, get ready for that. I think there's probably going to be a special. I'm yeah, sure. it's probably going to be a special. Delivery. They're going to be on there and... Because we already said your button is coming back. So Which I'm is sure funny that she's the baby pregnant because she looks really small now. Really snatched. Like, yeah, she yes. was on the red carpet for really the small. Um, BT Awards. I said, look at that body. But she remember when good. she first got out and she was eating ham, hogs, cabbage, and everything else. <laughs> she said, the blonde bang. Yeah. Tell my Beyonce, I want to be like you when you grow up. She do. <laughs> she do. Yeah. Now she want to be like Cardi B. <laughs> I want That tattoo just don't look good. On her and, side. And, and no size. It looks awful. Have you ever seen Cardi B tattoo? No. She has like a. It's a peacock. It, yeah, it's a peacock all on her side. But now that she's oh, pregnant, it's stretched. It looks. Oh, it probably don't even. Ta- it, the lines probably t- don't connect no more. Because it's probably like connect Because she's on new, right? On Rolling Stone, her and Offset on the cover of Rolling Stone, no. and it's just, it, it's just nice. You know, girls they had a fake butts and all that, and then uh, they get uh-huh. pregnant like Jessica Dine. Mm. Her ass was sitting like way out here. <laughs> Congratulations, though, because she had a baby on the last episode. Oh, the reunion is on tonight. Now that I will tune into this yeah. season. Mm, not so much. I, but I am looking forward to L.A. Yeah. Love and Hip Hop L.A. is going to be good. In. And we're going to see Milan and Tiara go back and forth. I'm looking about forward to her it. leaking her own news. 
Because <laughs> I just want to go back. She said, but you leaked your own news, so what's the difference? Well, he didn't leak them. Well, to the natural world. He was paid world. for those. To the natural world. Paper, he was paid for those. <laughs> now, his sex tape, on the other hand. I think that's what she meant. Um, I think that's what I think she meant sex tape because uh, her sex tape came out. Did you see it? No. Um, but no his sex tape was like Marie's years ago. Tape. I thought. Yeah, but it didn't come relevant until he was on because nobody knew who he was. Uh, I knew who Milan was prior to never him on the knew show. who he was until loving him. I know he was prior to the show. Well, um, on a positive, negative, sad note, but light note, um, Trayvon Martin is getting a Martin. yeah martin um we've been drinking crown i'm sorry it's it's alicia's fault it's alicia's fault she brought the um the, the caramel salted in here mm. um but Tray, trayvon martin is getting a six-part um docuseries um by paramount pictures and it's produced by jay-z yeah i did see that so it's going to be quite interesting i will be tuning in so um, who's directing it though now that it no, didn't, the know. article didn't say didn't will it be able it should be. It should be. It should be. I mean, be if he's producing, she did direct his video, so his short film. So, and I, mean, I think she has the creative mind to do it and do it well. I think so too. I, I would love to see that. Yeah, I don't know what network is going to be on yet. It hasn't said it. It might come on Netflix or something like that. Wouldn't it be dope if you put it on HBO and they did a little free trial again for it to come on? I think that would be big. I don't, I don't because know. the documentary was on HBO, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and you know how J and B, you know, they, they mess with HBO. They do. They so. fucks with them hard. Bitch, Beyonce, what the fuck is Formation? <laughs> um, Mrs. Carter. Can you, can you come back? On the run, the first one. I mean, I give you a pass with the first on the run because it was on HBO. Quite a few. Yeah. That's quite a few that we're missing. Mrs. Though. Carter, we didn't get that. Yeah. That's quite a few. We didn't get um, Formation. We haven't gotten on the run. I mean, but we can go back and see that one. Yes, yeah, it's on HBO. It's though. on HBO, but <sighs> Alicia's a stan, and she's she wants a full album. I want a full album. I was getting ready to say that. Like, I appreciate the visuals, but I need her to give me a solo project. I'm shocked they didn't do a visual for like, every song. I was saying the same thing, like, because clearly y'all shot the video while y'all on tour. So maybe that's why. Maybe because they don't have the time. But you know the rumor is she's gonna drop a solo project before she could hit the U.S. list. That's what she needs to do. I'm like, I'm, I'm I, here for all of that. I, I don't, and I love her, and I want to see the babies at the end in the video. But I, I don't want to see y'all sing "Forever Young" again. Like we didn't just see that at on the run. That's what like, I said. I said like, first of all, <laughs> y'all got enough shit that y'all ain't song together. Hollywood, can we get that in its original state? Because mm-hmm. that was both of yes. y'all on that song. That's how you like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ain't heard that. I don't yeah. want to hear it. I like that one. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. you like it, baby. Mm-hmm. And he, I, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm sure that y'all got a, a catalog full of unreleased shit. But that to y'all choose just the same out. song and do the same video show that they did the first time. I mean, I expected more. I did too. I just, I don't know. And I had such high hopes for I them did. because... Her new musical director and showrunner, who did uh, Baychella. He did Formation, too. Right. But I'm saying, but those were two of her best shows. Like, the only one that rivals that, I would have to say, is Beyonce Experience. Yeah, the Beyonce yeah, Experience the Beyonce. is a classic. Yeah. That goes down in history. Yes. That's like her it best. Is, but I Am yes. World. And you can and... tell how 
I am that yours. That was the beginning of her career. Um, mm-hmm. Roseland wasn't bad. Roseland was just okay, but she was pregnant. Rebel we was didn't good, know it, though. but right. Rebel was good. That was a big ass stage. She looked like an ant on that stage. That was a big ass <laughs> stage. But that's how she looked. That's how they look on um, on the run. It's like I just I yeah, expected I, more as well. I did, and I, like, I and I can appreciate the tracks from the joint album, and that's cool. But before you make it over here, at least to that Atlanta show that I'm going to be at. Oh, don't talk about it. I'm going to need some new music. We're going to move on because I'm about to get upset. <laughs> French Montana owes Deb $2 million. <sighs> Deb has managed a lot of people. She has had her hands on just about all the main artists that we know of. But that's how they become the main artists. That's what I'm saying. I think mm-hmm. she played. she's like that. Okay, we need you to train them, get them right, publicity. Um, studio, all of that. We need Blonde you to do hair, that. Gold and acrylic nails and all. Then going back. I just need them to pay her. Period. Two million dollars. I don't think she's gonna get it no time soon. But the thing she about it is that, that Frenchie, you ain't got two million dollars. <laughs> he might. I mean, he's a rock boy, so he better. I mean, mm-hmm. you do all this other flossing off your credit card. I mean, you can't just put two million <laughs> on your black card. He might not have a black card. He could use Diddy's. Diddy's. I was about to say he should have. Because I'm sure Diddy has the, the real, the one you can't cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one you got to melt. Well, didn't you say he was uh, uh, building some schools or something? Oh, a hospital. Like yeah, a hospital um, in Africa. To, yeah. That costs money. Three hundred thousand people. Saying. That costs money. He need to pay her her money. And then it's internationally. Just too. like Dame Dash and Lee Daniels. You got all these millions. <laughs> Bitch, better have And you owe that man two every million dollars. Time, every time Dame Dash, I'm sorry, every time Lee Daniels walk into somewhere, Rihanna should just start playing. Bitch, better have my money. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> every so single time you walk in, you know how you walk into a business and they go, ding, no, it should say, Bitch, better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing about that interaction was that, that he was at a Diana Ross concert. Bitch, I'll put that on your ringtone. <laughs> and Lee Daniels was looking like, bitch, you about to make me miss my song. <laughs> and he was like, okay, okay, Dame. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm and Lance said it was, I'm coming out. <laughs> that's what she was going to say. <laughs> I'm like, that's his favorite song. Really? Moving over to Basketball Wives real quick. I just got one thing to say. Bitch, y'all forgot that was Lakeisha from season one, episode one. Malaysia's not the one. Y'all forgot who she was? Malaysia is not. <laughs> Did y'all forget who she was? The one. So they played, Ask Laura. They played the um <laughs> they played the trailer for the rest of the season, of course. Then they're gonna go out of town. So did you watch the whole episode? Or you just seen that part? I, I seen yeah. So the beginning of the episode Oh they I left, saw Tammy. They left off crying. from but that was the end. Yeah. The beginning of the episode they left off from the whole Ponderosa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Jackie for that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, she brought that together last season. And, you know, her and Tammy and Evelyn were tongue wrestling. And Tammy brought up that, oh, well, you messed with Chad. She was like, you was fucking with him first. That's why he headbutted you. You weren't all innocent in that. Mm-hmm, so everybody that. felt like that was that she was wrong for saying that. I Y'all just, both took a breath. <laughs> I think she could have worded it differently or maybe not said what she said in front of the cameras, but I think that Evelyn probably did tell her something in confidence. Like, hey, this is what the real situation was, but it got blown into something else. And I believe her. 
I just don't know if putting it on, on the cameras and saying it the way she did was the right way to go. Tammy about said it. that Evelyn told her that, you know, we got an argument, tussling, it happened this way. She said the neighbor saw us. That's who called the cops. She was like, if that hadn't happened, she was like, Chad and Evelyn would still be together and nobody would have never known that he probably was still beating her ass. So. But you can't tell nobody how mad to get when you're talking about them. And I, yeah. I was just about to go. Because she was that. going in on Tammy. Because, you know, that's yeah, me. she was. But at the same time, she wasn't going in on Tammy hard until Tammy hit that. I, Tammy saying what she said, okay, fine. But, Tammy, you got to sit and own that. That's Don't try yeah. and backpedal the pussy pop yeah. out of yeah. that. I mean, she yeah. did like, at the end. Like, that's why she was crying. Like, you said that. And at the end of the day... Tammy, you have a problem because you have always tried to fit in with these girls. And they don't want to, they, and they not see you. you as not an equal. Yep. Yes, you're doing your thing. Yes, you're coming up. Yes, you've become relevant. 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 Yes, you have gotten all these opportunities, but th- they still don't see you. You're not that girl. You will mm-hmm. always be that girl who showed up on season three, two. two. She was on two. With that Bob. That was and that swoop behind the ear <laughs> and a fanny pack and that house dress and I get and it because flops. and I get it because your life was not theirs like mm-hmm. they were still dating ballers they still had access to money side note mm-hmm. side note me and somebody was discussing it today and I said you know I'm I, I'm looking at Shawnee kind of sideways because you ain't supposed to fuck with and one of them bitches. Once you find out that everybody on that couch knew and nobody told you, even if it was a rumor, everybody knew and you didn't say anything. You're not supposed to be fucking with them. Now, another thing, um, which I have to be fair, Shawnee knew about Evelyn and Kenny way back when. And she ain't say nothing. She did. Payback's a bitch, bitch. So I think maybe and that may be why she doesn't say that. Maybe that's why she don't own it. Maybe that's why she ain't really she she's still <clears throat> fucking with them. <clears throat> Say, well, bitch, Say I knew it. about them, so you knew about me. We even, but I mean, Shana has made it very clear that she don't fuck with Jennifer. Like she don't want to be. Which is over. what I think Evelyn should be doing. I do not as understand. Well. I know I just, you. It's not that it's serious. For the show. It's, I know it you made it. That it serious. It's, it's and it is because ain't no fucking because way. when this episode aired. Evelyn tweeted and was just like, I thought Jennifer was a real right. friend. You know, now I can see that she's not. So I don't know where there's probably a storyline for next season. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at this time, you weren't fucking with me. You were the same bitch who jumped on top of a conference table barefoot. That like you was, was finna um, jump on cremation me. number five. That was not Oh, that was No, that Evelyn. was Evelyn. Because cremation number five Nia, came around the table. Naya yes. was like, I should slap cremation. you right now. I should slap That's you. That's what that um, lipstick looked like and that makeup she had on. <laughs> Remember, because she, she said, said, "You want me to smack you to let me understand? You get it?" She said, "Oh, you gonna smack me? Come on!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was like, "I will sue you, but you ain't got shit." Oh. So again, I we just... wa- we wasn't cool. So at this point, yeah, I'm saying all type of reckless stuff and, and things like that. And now that we're cool, her mind didn't go back to, "Oh, I don't said this. I don't said this. I don't said this. I don't said this." Because I never thought we'd be friends again. Jennifer ain't shit. She, she not, ain't. and she's irrelevant. And she ain't and about she, that life. She shouldn't even be back on the show. And you know, she only jumped oh, bad God. with people that she not worried about them popping her. Yeah, yeah. Cause she she give not what's what's the um Asian looking lady name? Oh yeah, not, Asian looking not lady. Kristen. Damn, what's her name? Yeah, I know but she fucks with her all the time. She called the lady dumb to her face, but she know the lady ain't gonna do nothing. So mm-hmm. I want her to try OG like that. Mm-hmm. OG, mm. ooh, that girl's ugly. I'm S-N. sorry. 
<laughs> well, we're going to get to the sinners in a minute. Um, <laughs> Michelle Williams, who's getting married to Chad Johnson, not Ocho Cinco. <laughs> well, she got a pastor. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, she got a pastor. She's going to be a first lady. She's getting a new reality show on the OWN Network. Mm. Um, Yay. I, she stay working outside of being, um, being in music. I can't say that I'll be watching. I'm I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a try be because I want to see how like see her as a person. Nope. I don't She's, really I, know her outside of Destiny's Child. Yeah, you do. I want to know what really. kind of depth does she has? What what kind of show? Well, you know what? Do? She did host a show with Dietrich Hatton. It was a quiet show or something. Michelle, she's really funny. Michelle is mm-hmm. funny. She is funny. She's genuine. And she's very charismatic with people. She's a good homegirl. That's girl. why in the industry, people love, love her. her. She's like, a good she's that. She Yeah, she's that She's like the La La. Right. So, oh, so you think Friends it's going to be like a La La show kind of like. I'm sure she may have her friends. We know Beyonce ain't gonna be on that. It ain't gonna well, be right. too. It ain't gonna be too much drama because at the same time, this is a pastor. Yeah, yeah. This ain't pastor of LA. and it's on the own network. And it's on own. Yeah, she don't have the rela- the reality shows she does have are either family based or something like that. It's mm-hmm. not or Christian based. It's not love hip hop stuff, right? So, and I wouldn't expect that from her. I just yeah, not want to know. You know, I mean, she's from Chicago though, but so I'm sure she can turn up. But it will give yeah. us an insight into her family. Because, yeah. you know, we've never yeah, been introduced to her, Other mom, than her, sister. her family and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So to see how the families, you know, interact and integrate together, that that would be interesting to see. So speaking of the church. Because he's white. White, white. Like, real white. That's like, how we know it's Chad Johnson. Like, you're not, like you're not. Uh, white as the clouds. Uh, fluorescent beige like you are. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch. But every show gets three episodes. After the third episode, it's okay, going to determine. I, it'll determine whether I'm going to keep watching okay. the show this season or not. So I'll give them three episodes. I, I may join you I in that journey. That, I just, hopefully they're 30 minutes and not an hour. And not an hour. Yeah. Speaking of the church. Well, the gays canceled care shared. Um, they're not fucking with her. And they just feel some type of way. So, you know, last week, um, Kiara Sheard, um, she was at a conference, and Kiara Sheard is the daughter of Karen Clark Sheard, who is from the Clark Sisters. Um, She was performing, preaching, speaking, or whatever she was doing, and in in her words, she said, people turn... People use fornication and homosexuality to fill a void. And... She got a lot of backlash for that. Um, yeah, she should. Why do you feel like she should? Um, again, I, I, I guess I feel like when I read up on, on the comments that she made, I think she could have left out um, the homosexuality part. She could have just said fornication. Mm-hmm. People try to fill a void with fornication because sin is sin. Mm-hmm. And whether you're homosexual or heterosexual, if you're having sex or marriage, that's fornication. It's all equal. Uh, I don't think she should have singled out uh, any one group of people. And I, I mean, I, she said it, so own it and deal with the consequences. Yeah, I don't. Um, she she lost one of her biggest endorsers, um, some some workout group company or something. But it was a multi-million dollar business. They they was like, OK, we're done with you. Um, she did perform at Essence this weekend. Um, I played devil's advocate with a lot of people on Facebook. And I was saying, well, if this is truly, you know, what she believes and being a Christian or whatever, and the fact that she was in the church speaking, 
does it really make her wrong in what she said if that's how she feels? But I don't think it's about right and wrong at this point, mm-hmm. honestly, because it's about public opinion. True. And when you um, offend a particular group of people, they have the right, especially in this day and age, to mm-hmm. don't fuck with you, um, as Kim Burrell. Mm-hmm. So it's not a so rather it was in church, mm-hmm. on the corner giving giving you know, outreach ministry mm-hmm. in the privacy of your own home. The fact that you said something and it traveled. Once we talk about it all the time, it's public opinion. So if if one of your endorsers feel like okay now you have offended a, a group of people that is a part of our demographic of who we market to or who was employed by us, okay, we want to set an example that we don't tolerate that, they removed their endorsement. Mm-hmm. So if you said it and you meant it, that's fine. But And she didn't take it back. Right, but there are con- and it's just consequences. So, I mean, do I think it's going to hinder her long term? No. 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 It's just temporary. Yeah, it'll um, blow up when something, honestly, because Leandra say fuck y'all, they ain't thinking back here no more. Because I haven't heard about it. Exactly. And the thing about Leandra is, I'm not surprised that Leandra did it. Either. I'm not surprised either. And I'm not said she said fuck the church and fuck Christianity. And they canceled her from the gospel, um, fest thing or whatever. Girl, you 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 in that essence just well, maybe that's why. And it was why because so she, you went live to cuss out the people at the church, and then in your live you said, well if you don't want me to come, you want to cancel me from Essence Fest, then you need to do that. Two days later, you got an email and a phone call. They said your services are no longer needed. Okay, Shawnee O'Neal. <laughs> and you was canceled. She said, I'll be that bitch. <laughs> um, and like you said, it's Leandria. I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, I mean, Leandria is basically the bad girl of gospel music. She's always been out the box. She can, can sing down. Like, you can't take it from her. Um, I think she just needs to choose. Um so to say she got to choose her battles mm-hmm. even that's how you feel and that's what you want but like she say she good she not taking it back but here's what's funny on one end you have people who saying that okay she just got to play the game and then you have other people who say okay you know what I can rock with her because I see that she everybody isn't that way mm-hmm. you know we are still flawed yes I still drink yes I still praise God yes I still fall before, fall before the throne and pray but I, I deal with struggles every day. I'm human. I still mm-hmm. have things that I deal with. I have demons we are that I'm still becoming. You know what I mean? So, so I think she's actually appealing to a whole different group of people mm-hmm. that your everyday walking Bible tote and, you know, never missing the service, mm-hmm. you know, Christian. Just can't vibe with. Right. Because they feel it. like, okay, you tell me to come as I am, but when I come in what I got on, mm-hmm. you look at me a certain way. Mm-hmm. Or because I don't know that I'm supposed to stand during praise and worship and this this that and the third then you're like they don't even know how to um give respect in the house of the lord and this and this, and this because they're not they're not accustomed to customs you know you shun away those type people so mm-hmm. i think she's appealing to a whole different group mm-hmm. because that's her ministry mm-hmm. she is truly outreach mm. I don't outreach think, a young adult. I think that's 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 her demographic of ministry. I don't think, I think. she's going to be canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, by Kiara, is it going to hurt her in the long run? I don't think so. But I mean, it's Leandra. She 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 has a place 
whether people like it or not. And all this is going to take for her to do a tribute, an award show, and come out there and sing, they'll forget all of that. Hmm. Now, would she be on the gospel platform? Maybe not. Hmm. But we know BET is good for pulling out the gospel artists to sing R&B songs. So they'll use them. <laughs> Ask Yo-Yo. Who? Yolanda. Because <laughs> I'm like, Yo-Yo. <laughs> you know, that's her street name. Um, Tamar and Tank. <sighs> give me the, give me, fill me in. <laughs> so Tamar had some stuff going on. Um, she had a, a show and her band didn't show up at all. No keyboardist, no drummer, <laughs> no piano, no guitar, mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> it was just her and that bald ass head she got. She, she performed. She sung. I give it to her, but she, she had a band. Acapella. Um, they played some tracks after okay. a while. I I think once I guess she had somebody go get her phone, you know, plug it up, whatever. She was, but the band wow. went there. Not um, my phone. I mean, <laughs> anybody that's into music and the artists, they got they they got their shit here. Plug it. You got an ox plug. Plug mm-hmm. this up. Right. Um, I fought her husband because he's the manager, and I think her as the talent. I don't really think she was responsible. She probably didn't even know. Like mm-hmm. she probably don't book the band and do well, she things. She shouldn't have to. So, that's why you paying so, everybody okay. else. Okay, okay. So, so let's make so Her let's make it clear. So let's make mm-hmm. it clear. Read what was displayed. What she said. What she said, and then read okay. what Tank said. So Tamar says, "Here's what's funny, sir. Receipts don't lie. What well, recipes is what she said, but she meant receipts. Receipts don't lie. I was actually there. You were not. I didn't mm-mm, mm-mm. read because that's in response to Tank, right?" So what did Tank oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Tank put, the people standing around talking and recording with their cell phones are the problem. Instead of intervening when something is wrong, it's happening, you just mind your business. I'm old school. If it's a stranger or family, if I see something that I know is not right going down, I'm stepping in. I'm not fearful of evil, and I will not stand by and let bad and bad intentions ride. Tamar is a friend, so I didn't come for her like I said originally. I'm just protecting them because I know the truth. I'm not telling you people everything because you need you don't need to know all that. Just know a real man is in the building, hate it or love it. She said, here's what's funny, sir. Receipts don't lie. I was actually there and you were not. I didn't add anyone, attack anyone. I actually just did. I actually think they are nice and talented guys. However, it was unprofessional to miss my show. I posted in the first place because I felt that I owed the audience an explanation as to why they didn't get my regular theater show. I just simply said that I fired my band looking for a new one and I was going on tour. Out of nowhere, people that I didn't know started jumping in. Just like you are doing for yourself and your friends, I'm defending myself. I can, however, show you plane tickets that wasn't used and hotels that were never that were never checked in and the rest of the text that says I'm on the way. But that's none of your business at the real tank. How about you protect your own business, sugar? Worry about that sweet tank. I don't know why you're coming for me, but in my opinion, this post was a bitch ass move. But do you like you have your ass ate? Ain't that what you said on here as well? Miss me with the BS. God bless. It's a blessing to be working. And he just said, Tamar Braxton, 
you won't win this one because I can show you text messages between them and your husband. At least I think he's your husband. Don't get out of character because no one else will eat your nasty ass. All right. So, so, so Tamar's band is Tank's friends, right? I assume that's what I get from that. I don't know if he was in charge of like hiring them or he helped out with Vince or whatever. Mm-hmm. So in order for him to know that there was messages between the band and Vince, I guess he was in charge of that. Okay. But why does every time women get in in this so stuff you know with men, so you, that was my conversation. They always so got to bring up sexuality. Mm-hmm. So I said because K. Like, Michelle is good for it too. Uh, yeah. K. Michelle is good for it, and Tamar is good for it. And I think to me that's a it's one of those things that I consider like easy reads. For like women have certain go to easy reads mm-hmm. or easy digs that they do, mm-hmm. and women do it for do it like it, the first thing that a woman goes to is to call another woman a hoe. You know what I mean? Uh, the first thing that a woman goes to to talk about a man is his dick little, his sex ain't good, or he gay. Like that's your first go to thing. And my thing with Tamar is okay, let's not do that because who is your core uh, audience? I mean, so you, you need to be mindful of, of, of what you're saying and what you're doing. Second, you married of, to a mashed potato. That can't close his mouth and breathe at the same time. <laughs> like, I think he drools uncontrollably with I'm his sure mouth just open. Like, he looks like it. You know, like, he don't even wear chapstick. His lips just... He looks like a pound of mashed out. potatoes, mm-hmm. even yeah. with the weight loss. Right. And when you walk, you move in sections. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, like, you're just moving sections. You know, you be walking and moving and just waving at everybody. You know, I can't deal with this. Um, but I'm not gonna talk about Vince. I'm gonna talk about Tamar. So Tamar, here's my thing, bitch. When you can sing and look in the camera and not look crazy, then we'll talk. Yeah, because one eye is over here and the other one is way over here in the top left corner. You finally got your nose fixed, right? So you can breathe and hold your notes because you do sound better live. See, let's see. We can just really go there, but the thing about Tamar is that you can dish it, but you can't take it. Because the minute somebody calls you looking like a muppet, you ready to go on national TV and cry. Do I look like a muppet? True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she do. <laughs> you know, and you know, I'm just you, if you can't dish it, if you can't take it, then don't dish it. Because really, I expect Tank could have really went there and he tried to be a gentleman about it. Maybe because he's friends with Vince. That's it, what it, it seemed like. Uh, yeah, because you gonna you gonna come at me like that. Now I could really just really go in and how wopsided your face is. And the man, okay. And so, so and not to mention it. they have a history, a reputation of not paying people. They do, from okay. hairstylists to stylists to backup singers. People have quit on them. Because people they quit don't because pay. they don't pay. So, so it's is not that the source of the problem. Yes, that they weren't getting paid. They yes. don't pay. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you bought yeah. plane tickets to get them there. I, yeah, you got yeah. hotels. I think for them what to it is in. is I, they may have wanted their money first. Mm-hmm. Say okay, you know we know you the artist and all that. And again, I don't really fault her because mm-hmm. she's the talent. And, and I'm you sorry, have Vince, but you manager. have just been uh, 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 who has uh, managed some big people. Don't anymore. Right, you don't anymore. <laughs> but you should know better. Right. But you were just accused of misappropriating funds. So again, because Remy got rid of you real quick. 
Remember? She had you she, for a good three months. Yeah. It was like, Misappro- all right, bye. Misappropriating mm-hmm. funds with the whole Tamar album. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so y'all have a reputation of not doing right when it comes to money. Because you tried to get escape and Candy went with that shit. Hell no. Yeah. Why would I get you to do something I can do better for, for free? We can promote our damn selves. I just, look, I just got us a show. <laughs> Speaking of music, Lloyd is back. Ugh. Meet me on the South Side. Who? Oh, the Anteater. <laughs> he do like an Anteater. Did you see the album cover? No. Please go Please look at go that. Please go look at it. I'm, I'm going to show you. <laughs> He's coming back with a vengeance. That's an old picture. But it's his new album cover. It's out August the 31st. Oh, okay. I'm going to buy it for y'all. I think you should put this on your wall. Absolutely in the not. You don't miss him? <laughs> I can't stand you. <gasps> I want to go back real quick. You used to date him? No. no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Long story. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> um. So... Only because we have you in the room, it's only right we put you on the spot. Oh my gosh, what? I already know where this is going. <laughs> well, <laughs> so Tank said that he wanted his ass ate, and he said it on camera. <laughs> I knew so, do you think it's something wrong with men getting their ass ate? No, I think I think if that's what he enjoys and he finds a woman that doesn't have a problem doing it, that's their business. See, we, we, we are equal opportunists here. We like all of that. No, I can tell you. I'm not eating on it. You made that very clear. She said, as for me in my house. But, not over here. But I don't see a problem with it. I think whatever fulfills a person, you know, sexually. You know, sex is what? A pendulum? That's what they say. It's a broad spectrum. Mm-hmm. You got to be open-minded. It's a whole bunch of people to a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know about that. Oh, it's a lot of people into a lot of stuff. Not saying... Is we anything all, wrong it with them? it? Was it Janae Aiko that started to eat the booty like groceries? That goes both ways. That's the only reason why people listen to that song. And right, and it wasn't even her song. She was a feature. She was a feature. <laughs> oh, Omarion. Oh, well, it's time for answering for a friend. You can send your, your questions to no shit Sherlock Pod at gmail.com. And we will give our thoughts, perspectives, and ideas. And since we have a guest in the building, we're going to let Hello T answer this for us. Mm-hmm. So... It says, hi, guys. I'm Eve from Adam's Lung. I can't. <laughs> Shane, Shane Real is Adam's Rib. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, I was just like, oh, Shane my Real. God. See, Shane say. Mm-mm, oh, Shane say. Shane say. All right, um, Eve. She says. <laughs> she says, I have been. T- she's Okay. I have to be discreet. Is she slow, this- too? And she might be. She said, I had to be discreet in this case because I got warrants. Whatever. Anyway, I recently found out my son has lost his virginity to an older woman. My son is 18 years old, and I overheard him talking about it to one of his homeboys the other day. And I quote, he knocked the dust off somebody's pussy. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> the person that he lost his virginity to is 45 years old. What? She's been buying my son right up under my nose, and right. I didn't even know it. Now, I'm contemplating, do I, one, find out who she is, pull up on her ass, and beat the brakes off her, two, let my son continue to use her and get in on a profit, since she want to spend money, I got bills she can pay, or three, 
let it go because he's grown now and some things he has to learn for himself. What would you do if you were in my shoes? I see. I got a mixed bag. I kind of want to piece together a little bit of everything. Okay. But she said her son was 18. So, number one, um, I think he, it sucks, but I think he should be able to make that decision. It's disgusting that she's interested in some 18-year-old dick. Just sleeping with kids. But that's, that's. Yeah, no. Which is what that sounds like. I, I I don't think you should, you know, pull up on her and try to beat her beat her ass. I mean, your son is eighteen. I guess I'm I'm a little biased too because my husband, like he he lost his virginity to an older woman. I think it's yeah, it wasn't me. I'm younger. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't. I, yeah, I think that in this case, you 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 probably you know you can sit down and talk to him and ask him how it happened. But I think you really got to let that one go, sis. Like. Yeah, I I probably would say you'll talk to him. Say, look, it's what it is. Be careful. She older. She just using you for sex. She don't want nothing. But if you just using her for sex, but have, fun. Buy, have fun. But she buying them Jordans. Right. Have, have fun. fun. Have fun. <laughs> Get Definitely. your life with no regrets. Just be safe. And be safe. Right. Because you don't want a 45-year-old mother. Baby mama. Right. Right. <laughs> Cause I don't no, think that's gonna be nice. Yeah. I de- yeah, I think you should you should talk to your son, ask him how this happened, <laughs> and, and is there? I no, hope there ain't nobody no, you know. See, that's oh. where I'm going. Okay, so that see, would that's change why, things. That's so, why I was like, gonna go like, okay, things. does it matter? I said because it would matter if I know the. Well, person. maybe she don't because she said find out who she is okay. and pull up on her. So I'm. I, well, that's right. the thing. She don't know who it is, but it could be somebody. Like, what that if she, she pulled know. up on her and it was like one of her? You see, what I'm see saying? that would change things. See, then we. So would like, have if that's your, so that's like my homegirl from 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 the from the job that you know always said, oh, your son's so cute. Yeah. And then you've been plotting all this yeah, time. Yeah, that's when I would have to. You know what I mean? So I think it's she a lot of. them hands. Yeah, it's a lot of variables. Yeah. Like, okay, so have you been uh, plotting, mm-hmm. waiting till he turned 18? Right. He was. Um, or, you know, it's like, oh, okay. Hmm. I just, I like, as an 18-year-old woman, an 18-year-old boy couldn't do nothing for me. So as a 45-year-old well, I couldn't imagine what an eighteen-year-old kids ain't kids no more. Have you went to the high school to see what seniors no, look like now? No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even right, and that's what I'm saying. So I, I don't think she wants a relationship. How it do you may start be... a relationship with an eighteen-year-old and you're forty-five. Easy. Buy them joints. Buy them a game system. You well, know. I can't imagine like the eighteen to forty-five <laughs> gap, but I can remember when I was in eighth grade, I was dating this, like a sophomore in college. He was a sigma. He I'm came sorry. back. I that know. Is statutory. Rate. I know. <laughs> it wasn't physical. Like we but weren't like having still... like okay, sex. Okay, so he's a pedophile. He we weren't having, having like, sex. So we weren't having sex. So, so, like no. So he's a pedophile. <laughs> We weren't having sex. Okay, but he's attracted to an eighth grader, <laughs> and know. he's a sophomore. But in, in my in college. my world, I was winning. You know, I had a college guy. He was a sigma. He had a car. He had an apartment. You were still developing, and you were in eighth grade. grade. I, I said you were in high school. Oh, so in eighth grade, you were what thirteen? I was like fourteen. Great going. And you were dating somebody who was twenty two. Twenty. <laughs> No, but think about college. Most people graduate college when they're like 21, yeah, 22. 21, he was like 22. a sophomore, so which means so he, he was, was like, like 19. 19 yeah. 20. But still, you were 14. Okay, but we weren't having sex. <laughs> That's good. Like, so, was he hoping with my... your homework? <laughs> <laughs> 
I was taking a school bus to his house. See, now that that's probably. I'm sorry, you took the trifling. school bus to his drive. house. And then you know he. How you he, take he, the school bus to his house? Because some other kids had some stops by his apartment, but it. You know, so I could understand as a young person being like, yeah. Yeah, you know, he all like, in. I'm sure he's 18 years old. Was, like, Eve, Eve, Just stop the pussy. You know, Eve. you know. Now you, you, you hear what Hello T is saying, right? He- Hello T. You know, that's not Hello T. That's Alicia. She going to separate the business. Okay. <laughs> well, you see what Alicia is saying. See, so, you know, kids ain't kids no more. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, you know, he might have rolled. He might have pushed up on her. You just never know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I agree. Things aren't the way that they used to be because clearly I was out there and I wasn't out there at the same time. So, but I can understand the desire for, you know, the whole older person. You know, I always, I, you know, I like more older than, than me. So, because he could not look 18. He might he not. Could. You know, he could be my six, mom he said, could be six two. My mom said my dad had a full beard at 15 oh. and she thought he was grown. Wow. She was like, so she didn't talk to him until <laughs> she got older. Over. She said when she turned 18, that's when she started talking. She said she always thought he was in his 20s because he looked older. She said full, full beard at 15 years old. She was like, no, no, no talk to him. Right. Yeah. yeah, your mama, she was I, saved. She just, was. She was real I don't saved. know. As a woman in my 30s, I could not ever imagine being entertained by an 18-year-old, a like, 21-year-old, a 25-year-old, like? a 30-year-old. Yeah, pretty much. It's, I mean, pretty much. That's all they're doing is having sex. And what's funny is he said he knocked the dust. So right. maybe that's what it was. Maybe she wasn't getting none. She sees the opportunity, and it might be good to her. It's probably she. great. Yeah, I mean, she probably is getting everything that she needs from that situation, which and, is why and she look, don't have a because problem. And getting, up, and, getting up and, go, right. and getting up and going to work and every then. day. <laughs> Extra pep. Hey, how can I help you today? Good morning, hey, everyone. How you right. doing? Right. How right. I brought some donuts for everyone. Right. How was now, your weekend? <laughs> Ooh, girl. Now, <laughs> if she's going through menopause already. Oh no! He's just shooting the club up. Oh, she don't yeah. even care. Oh, I don't. So, even. I, so Eve, I need you to have a conversation with the son to make sure that he's wrapping it up. Yeah, because Jose ain't loyal. Before his baby and you don't mama. want him to get up one day to pee and it fall in the toilet. <laughs> or before his baby mama is a forty-five-year-old woman. That is horrible. Unless yeah. she look like Halle Berry, don't do it. Still, yeah. No. The fact that she's forty-five. Forty-five. Your, I just. Ugh. Oh, my mama, your grandma and your mama are the same age. Are the same age. Like. Mm-mm. So you have a baby child. You gonna be you. 60. You gonna be on Medicare when your 60. child graduates from high school. Sixty. <laughs> Sixty-two, sixty-three, maybe. Nancy and her daddy forty years apart. So, you what you need to do is sit down and ask your son how he met this woman. Like, I don't even think she would want to know that. I would, I just want to know what environment were you were you in? Did, maybe were, she was at the club. Or at you the, for out. the eighteen and older. She might have been Girl, looking for him. Home. Look, or, but if it's somebody you know, then or, that's a whole, that look, changes. Look, that's a whole different. Or you, find out, or you find out it was one of his teachers his senior year oh, in high school. That's no, true. Because he eighteen. He eighteen. No, no. I mean, you no. out of school now, so Mm-mm. you are grown. It's your life. It's your decisions. Just be careful, and you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Well, Fortify. the fact that you might have warrants, Eve, don't do it. It ain't worth it, Miss Seely. I don't think so. Yeah, Seely, <laughs> Seely. Well, that has been a wonderful episode. Is this your first podcast? Yes. We popped your cherry. You popped my cherry. Aww. So, we appreciate Alicia for coming through. 
Thanks, guys. Y'all can follow her business page at Hello T with those 30.2 thousand followers. <laughs> um, your personal page is Brown Hustle. Brown Girl Hustle. Brown Girl Hustle. Um, we're going to put all her information in the description box below as well as ours. Um, you can hit us up on the DMs at No Shit. Well, not shit, but no Sherlock, which is S H H H on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Send your questions, comments, concerns, answering for a friend to no shit Sherlock pod at gmail.com. And you can find us anywhere you can find bitches, hoes, cats, dogs, anywhere. And niggas. Mm hmm. Anything else? No? No comments? No, no, no announcements? No church announcements. No. Well, we thank you for coming. Thank you. And then next time you're, you're stateside, <laughs> you know, you can come holler at us. Bye, y'all. Oh, oh, oh.